0: Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, January 3rd, 2022. Stand up for your country and Happy New Year. I want to welcome all our new members. They got Christmas uh, gifts to watch me, uh, hopefully every night. And I hope I don't let you down. If I do, Bill at (laughs) BillOReilly.com. Let me know right away. All right, so we got COVID panic, particularly here in the Northeast. Oh, it's bad and uh, a lot of people have it i i gotta tell you in my neighborhood um it's like the black death you know um there's little carts and people are not not to that extent but a lot of people won't come out of the house they just won't and the small businesses are getting crushed um two types of people uh one okay i'm vaxxed and uh or i may have had covid so i'm going to live my life The others, I don't want to get it. I'm not coming out of the house. Now, I will have some very interesting information about COVID and protecting yourself at the end of this broadcast. Um, But first, I want to turn my attention to President Biden. We've missed him, right, over the past 10 days. Um, He was delayed by snow coming back from uh, Delaware to D.C., a short trip. Helicopters couldn't go up. My question is, why didn't uh, the president's staff know it was going to snow in Delaware? And maybe he comes back last night rather than having all of this. Got to send Air Force One to Wilmington. I mean, that costs millions of dollars. Why, why didn't they just send it before the snow started? Why didn't the Biden just go back? <laughs> no, come on. I'm just a simple man. Uh, my uh, observations are simple. I don't know. One thing on the president's schedule today at uh, 1.30 in the afternoon, he met virtually with a bunch of people talking about something in the meat processing area. Uh, okay, whatever. I don't know what that was. I'm sure it was vitally important to everybody's well-being. Okay, so uh, what caught my eye, because I did do some investigating over the uh, break, about uh, Joe Biden and trying to get to tell you how he's operating in an honest way, not speculation. So throw up the pictures of the Bidens on the beach. These are instructive. So there's the new dog uh, and uh, Joe Biden's walking him with a mask on. So Joe Biden is there too, She did have a mask, but then she took it off. Now, why would the Bidens have masks on the beach or outside? Nobody's within 500 yards of them. That's the Secret Service keeps everybody back. So there's nobody around. Secret Service are far away. Relatively speaking, they're not within six feet. They're like 50 feet away. So why would they have these masks? Why, why would they do that? And the reason is they want a virtue signal. Now, Joe Biden didn't come up with that. Jill Biden did. And here's what I found out. And I think you'll find this very interesting. So if you read Killing Reagan, you know that after President Reagan was shot and nearly killed, he was incapacitated for a while. And he took some time to recover. During that time, Nancy Reagan took over all the gate guarding duties. So nobody could see Ronnie, that's what she called him, unless mommy, that's what President Reagan called Nancy, permitted it. I mean, it was a shutdown, a lockdown. Wasn't a lot of work getting done um, by President Reagan because he was recuperating So Nancy Reagan basically called the shots. And then after President Reagan regained his strength and started to govern, Nancy kept the uh, gatekeeper role for the eight years. And you could not get in to see Ronald Reagan unless Nancy okayed it. Same thing happening here with Joe Biden. So let me walk you through it. And this information comes from people who know. I can't burn them. So therefore, I'm saying this is secondhand information given to me. But I believe it is true. So every morning, uh, the Bidens have breakfast together. Just Jill and Joe. OK. Hunter's not allowed or anybody else. It's Just those two. Joe Biden basically tells Joe Biden, here's what's going to happen today. All right, so it's not. Biden's uh, counsel or his top advisors, it's Jill. Here's what's going to happen. Is that okay, sweetie or honey or whatever? Okay, I don't know that. And then Biden assents. Biden basically trusts Jill Biden to the extent that whatever she's okay with, he's okay with. Now, this is important because if you want to come in to see President Biden, you got to get through Jill. Now, Jill is not a policy person, nor was Nancy Reagan. They didn't delve into the policy arena, neither of them. Jill has opinions, but nothing like Michelle Obama. Uh, Melania Trump stayed out of it. Um, Jill has opinions, but not. she's not assertive there. She's not going up against Ron Klain and Susan Rice, the two chief advisors. But what she does do is tell Klain and Rice, here's what the president's going to do today. So if she doesn't like something, it's off the calendar. Unless it's very, very important. Okay, so that's how the uh, operation is running, because Joe Biden knows that Joe Biden cannot make these decisions for himself. He can't budget time. He's got to be directed. That's the best word. Just like Ronald Reagan was after he was shot. So it took Ronald Reagan, oh, four or five months to get back and really start to govern. It, Joe Biden will never be able to do that. He's just not at not intellectually there anymore. He's not coming back. It's not like he's senile or he's no. He needs to be directed. And she is the primary director. I mean, why on earth would you wear a mask on a beach when you don't have anybody close to you? Why? Because Jill Biden wanted to virtue signal and told Joe, keep the mask on. So Joe did. I'm surprised the the dog didn't have a mask. So that's what's going on there. Um, You know, you can believe me or not believe me. It doesn't matter to me. But I am telling you what I have ascertained, and I believe it is true. All right. There's another truism that the Democratic Party is in absolute disarray, but they have one thing on the calendar this week that they're hoping will turn things around. I'm going to get to that in a moment. So the midterm vote is 10 months. It is November 8th. Okay? 10 months away. And Biden's position, as everybody knows, is very weak. All right? The polls are very bad for him. And there are three things that he is getting hammered on. Um, Inflation, obviously, everybody's paying more for stuff that they need. And if you are in a tight budget, you don't like Joe Biden because we didn't have inflation under Donald Trump. That is a fact. Second is the border. No matter what Biden does, it's over. He opened the border. It's a catastrophe. It's a disaster. And 80% of the American people know it. The third thing is COVID. Now, this is fascinating. So now Biden's position totally changed on COVID. When he was campaigning, he blamed Trump for the whole thing. You remember his famous statement Biden's statement, if I were president, nobody would have died. Okay? Now we have a worse pandemic than we had under Donald Trump. Roll the tape. The president has no plan. He hasn't laid out anything. He knew all the way back in February how serious this crisis was. He knew it was a deadly disease. What did he do? He's on tape, he's acknowledging he knew it. He said he didn't tell us or give people a warning of it because he didn't want to panic the American people. You don't panic. He panicked. Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. You know, come on. So Americans know this. I mean, whether they can recall the actual soundbite in the debate, I I don't I don't know. But they know that no president, no federal government can solve covid. All right. Look at look at the information that comes forth now. Uh, Masks, I don't You know, they don't seem to be stopping the new variant. I I don't know. I wear, I, I wear the mask because I have to. In New York, if you want to go anywhere, you've got to wear a mask. All right. Am I confident the mask stops anything? No, I'm not. Fauci's out there on all the left-wing networks. Fauci should have a sheet of paper saying these are the facts that are coming forward from the Centers for Disease Control, and that's it. I don't want your opinion. I don't trust you at all, Fauci. I would have fired you a year ago. And I asked Donald Trump that. And he said, you know, if I did that, it would have been a fire. So I didn't listen to him anyway. That was in the uh, history tour. But anyway, Biden's position is no position. Now, oh, it's the states got to do it. Let's the states. Well, wait a minute. You campaigned on if you were president, nobody would die. Right? So Americans know that. Let me recap inflation up around 8% now. All right? Border, a catastrophe. COVID, an abject failure on Biden's part, but with a caveat that no one, maybe Jesus could do it, but no, you, no leader is going to stop this. It's going to have to run its course. And again, I'll have personal information for you that you will want to hear at the end of this broadcast. The other thing that the um, uh, Democrats are furious about is that the spigot is closed for buying votes. This is Build Back Better. That was just a vote-buying scheme from the Democratic Party, which is why no Republicans voted for it. Everybody knew they're going to flood the zone with trillions of dollars to buy votes. That's what it was about. Okay. So now the Democratic Party says, ooh, if you oppose Build Back Better, and again, it's dead for now, then you hate the children. Roll the tape.
1: But we are going to put in his district, in his state, 50,000 more children at risk of going back into poverty by not advancing the Build Back Better Act because the child tax credit is in that. And it expired on Friday.
0: She's talking about Joe Manchin and a nitwit. Uh, what's his name? Tapper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So if you don't like Build Back Better, you hurt the kids. Um, Okay, so let's go to the Pew study about child poverty. Okay? You know when child poverty was lowest in the history of America? 2019. 2019, under Trump. All, every ethnic group, child poverty went down. Everyone. Why? Because the economy was booming. People were working and they are working now. Okay, And money was flowing into the homes and child poverty went down. I mean, big time. Big. Because the Trump economy worked for everyone. There was a surge in wages. Now the wages are pretty good, but the inflation's taken that all away. So you'll see an increase in child poverty. So all this child poverty stuff is a bunch of bull. It's just a bunch of garbage. Yeah, you know, Jake Tapper, uh, that's right, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, should, he should have had those child poverty stats in his hand because he knew that was, that was a wrap, Congresswoman Presley. Okay, let's get down to Florida and Ron DeSantis. Now... The Democrats and the left wing media hate him because he is governing as a staunch conservative. Okay, so they hate him. And Florida is the most booming state in the union, even though it has a very, very high rate of COVID. But there aren't any mandates in Florida. I was down there a couple of weeks ago. Same thing in Texas. A lot of COVID cases in Florida. So the media then starts to scream, well, DeSantis is hiding because there's so many COVID cases. Roll it. Our residents, all Florida residents, should be outraged and
2: they should ask the question, now, where is our state? Where is our governor? Where is Ron DeSantis now? When was the last time you saw the governor do a press briefing regarding COVID-19.
1: When was the last time Florida man held a press conference on COVID? Now, according to the Orlando Sentinel, it was on December 17th, which is almost two weeks ago. And in those two weeks, the state of Florida has seen an increase in COVID cases of more than
0: 1,000%. So where where is Governor DeSantis? Well, where could he possibly be? The Orlando Sentinel doesn't know. They, the uh, Florida Sun Sentinel doesn't know. Um, nobody knows. Where, where is he? Well, he was tending to his wife who has breast cancer. Okay? So Casey DeSantis, 41 years old, um, has breast cancer, is undergoing treatment, and Ron DeSantis, her husband, was with her, all right? So why didn't the press know that? Why didn't they look into it? They could have found out, but no. They let it go on. The Florida press, ridiculous. I wrote a column on the Florida Sun-Sentinel, how dishonest that newspaper is. It covers Palm Beach County and Broward County. So on BillOReilly.com. You should check that out. It's kind of funny how dishonest it is, but it's tragic also. So DeSantis um, press secretary, Christina Pushau, um tweets about SNBC host Joy Reid. Now, I, I hesitate to mention Ms. Reid's name. I don't usually do that because if she's so far out there, I mean, what does it matter what she says? It doesn't matter to anyone. The fact that NBC News puts her at seven o'clock on a cable channel is shocking, but it's not my business. Anyway, Reid tweeted, a governor not governing during a crisis and sunning his belly on vacation instead. This is Joy Reid. Let me repeat it. A governor not governing during a crisis and sunning his belly on vacation instead. Nice, right? Okay, so here's the press secretary for DeSantis Tweeting back. She says, Have you ever considered that you're one of the reasons nobody trusts the media? Joy Reed. <laughs> okay, because the governor was with his wife, was under- undergoing treatment, and you know how rigorous and brutal that is for breast cancer. Now, I don't I can't even tell you, all right, how corrupt and horrible. This media is in America right now. Okay, uh, we have, uh, I want to change things around, and this is my fault. I'm talking to my producers now. I want to do the, uh, the Dallas Morning News story about Ted Cruz because it ties into um, this corruption. So in Dallas, the Dallas Morning News, by the way, the only newspaper that actually covered the O'Reilly-Trump, Trump-O'Reilly history tour, with any kind of, they weren't exactly fair, but they didn't hatchet it, okay? They run a story about Ted Cruz's 13-year-old daughter, okay? And the story is that the daughter is disagreeing with her father's political posture. Okay, so I think we all know young teenage girls, I'm not going to do a a disparagement of them, but I think we all know, those of us who are parents and have gone through it, to have the largest newspaper in the state write a story about a 13-year-old girl disparaging her father is cruel to the girl, unprofessional all day long, but we expect that. But it's cruel to the girl. Is it not? Now, the girl—I'm not even going to give you her name because it's not right. All of her social media is taken down because this is where this emanated from. And you know, what are you? What are you going to do? Is nothing off limits now? Nothing. This isn't you know, Gawker or the Daily Beast. This is the Dallas Morning News. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, I said to you that there's something going to happen this week that gives Joe Biden and the Democratic Party a lifeline, and that is on Thursday, the one-year anniversary of uh, the riot at the Capitol, January 6th, Donald Trump's going to have a press conference at mar a lago He says he's going to speak on the anniversary of the riot and reiterate his claims that the 2020 election was stolen due to widespread voter fraud. This helps the Democrats because it'll take attention away from Joe Biden's failures and center it for a month or two on Donald Trump, saying the election was a fraud. You you know what's going to happen. You know, okay? And Donald Trump has got to basically speak about the riot. What happened? And he can't justify it. I hope he doesn't do that. Now, I got into that with the former president in the tour. Roll the tape. One other thing that nobody knows, I knew how large this was going to be because everyone I knew was saying, oh, we're going to be there on the 6th. We're going to be no matter where you went. I said, I think this is going to be really big. And I asked the secretary of defense. I said, I think you should recommend to Nancy Pelosi and to Congress because they're the ones that control it. I would like to recommend 10,000 National Guardsmen to go and to police here just in case. Now, that was on January 5th. We've confirmed it happened. And that took the Trump instigated the violence off the table. Now it's Trump didn't act fast enough and encouraged the uh, riot at the Capitol. This is coming from the House committee, Liz Cheney and Nancy Pelosi. Now, the fact that Donald Trump said what he said, and then we confirmed that it's true. Where is the investigation into Nancy Pelosi? By the House committee. Did she turn down the National Guard herself? Was it presented to her? Tomorrow on this broadcast, we're going to try to get those answers with a guy who knows. Okay, that'll be a big story tomorrow here. But in the meantime... Donald Trump's going to go out on Thursday and say, God knows what. And that the Democrats are just praying. He's incendiary and he takes the emphasis away from Joe Biden, places it back on himself. All right. Now, here's what Donald Trump should do. Keeping in mind that on January 6th, President Biden will have a statement. Kamala Harris will have a statement and all the media, with the exception of Fox News and talk radio, will blame Trump for the riot at the Capitol. Everybody's going to blame him. Okay. so if Trump is going to have a press conference, he has to undercut that, not throw oil on that fire. Okay, because it's, it's, I don't know if anybody understands this in a Trump camp. You're giving them a lifeline, them being the Democratic Party, which is failing the country so dismally. Throwing it to them, because that's all you're going to hear about for a week or two. So here's what Donald Trump should say had I, and I don't, I don't call him. If he calls me and asks, I'll give him advice, but I don't do that. Number one, he should look into the camera as I am to you and say, that can never happen again. That kind of a riot against the U.S. government can never happen again. That is not the way we do things in the United States. That's number one. Number two, he can say protest is honored. And if you believe, as hundreds of thousands that day in Washington did, That the election was not fair and did contain elements of fraud, as the Attorney General Bill Barr said. If you believe that, you have a right to your belief and to protest peacefully. He can say that, but you don't have a right to break into any government building. Okay, that's number one. Number two, he has to say, What is this committee? Why are they not investigating what I told O'Reilly? He doesn't have to mention my name. But what is absolutely true that I asked for the National Guard a day before. Why don't we have answers? Why isn't the committee asking about that? Undercut that committee because we all know that committee is in business to take Trump off the board for another presidential run. That's why they're there. That's why Liz Cheney is there. And the other Democrats, and she's not a Democrat, but believe me, she's not going to be a Republican elected official much longer. She will lose this fall in Wyoming. And then the third thing is Trump is vulnerable. He did do something that you can criticize him for legitimately. He waited too long to say to the people inside the Capitol or on the Capitol grounds, stop. Cease and desist. He waited too long. By my count, it was about three hours before he said publicly, hey, this has got to stop. And as we all know now, his advisors, people close to him were all calling and emailing and tweeting, not tweeting, but um, texting. You got to get on it. You got to not call this off. He waited too long. Now, I asked him about that in the tour, didn't really have an answer. I think he should admit his mistake and say, I did wait a little too long, and here's why I did. Because I wasn't exactly sure who was doing it or whatever reason. He's gotta have a reason why he waited for three hours. Just tell the folks. There's nothing wrong with admitting that in that area, I should have been a little quicker, right? If you make a mistake, Admit it. He obviously tried to head off any violence. We know that. All right. But now they're going to kill him. Rhetorically speaking, on they well, why didn't they act faster? He was president. He should act it faster. If he acted faster, uh, Ashley Babbitt would be alive or st- you know what's going to happen. So anyway, that's my advice to President Trump if he's watching this broadcast. I know he gets a transcript of it. I'll go over it again real quick. Can never happen again ever. Okay. Very clear. All right. He respects the right of people to protest. If they believe the election was rigged, as he does, if a right to say that without being demonized or threatened. Okay. And the third thing is, uh, I'm sorry, attached to that is, why isn't Pelosi being investigated by this uh, House committee? Let's find out. Did she veto the National Guard? And the fourth thing is, you waited too long. Say it. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises, and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com bill. For more details, see AHS.com/slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. All right, in an Ipsos poll, uh, they and uh, I don't really believe this poll very much. Um, thinking about the presidential election 2024, who would you support as a Republican nominee? Trump gets 54 percent, DeSantis 11, Pence 8. Those are the top three. I don't think it means much. I mean, we all know that Donald Trump's a front-runner. He'll be able to raise the most money. He's got the biggest base. Um, and I don't think there's anybody in the Republican Party who could remotely challenge him. But if he hurts himself um, this Thursday... You know, Lee, just state, I don't think the election was honest, and that's it. Then let go. Run on your record. Okay, now, all of this will be distorted on Thursday. We will have the truth for you. So please be here on Thursday, spread the word, because um, you're going to see the most dishonest reporting you've ever seen uh, about that Trump presser. One uh, interesting thing that came in here is the cable news situation is dire. Okay, so uh, in 2021, prime time, uh, Fox News dropped 34% in a year, MSNBC 28%, CNN 39%. Total day, that means sign on to sign off. Fox News down 29, MSNBC down 26, CNN down 31. Now, why? Two reasons. Um, People don't trust cable news anymore. It's too extreme place of the choir. They're not looking for the truth. They're looking to tell the audience what the audience wants to hear. And second, it's boring. Not everybody. I mean, there are some very skilled communicators, particularly on Fox. I mean, I can't name one on CNN or MSNBC that I would watch. I think MSNBC the best is Ari Melber. You know he's a confirmed liberal but you know you can see that he's there's a pulse on fox i'm not going to name names but they have some very skilled people there but by and large you've you've heard it before you know what you're going to hear and so the audience is going by and that's what's happening um also the audience in new york california illinois massachusetts and louisiana is saying bye All right. From July 2020 to July 2021, according to the Census Bureau, New York lost three hundred and twenty thousand people. And that's who they know. All right. California lost two hundred and sixty two thousand. Illinois lost one hundred and fourteen thousand. Massachusetts lost thirty eight thousand. Louisiana lost twenty seven thousand. Okay. they just moved out because. It's crazy land in these liberal states. Now, Louisiana is not liberal, but they got a lot of problems in New Orleans. And that's run by Democrats. And that's the biggest city, obviously. Now, the states that gained where people are going to, Texas, 311,000 they gained. Florida, 211,000, but it's more. Because people go to Florida and they don't tell that they're going to stay, they just stay. Florida, far and away, I think, has got more people than any other state. But Texas, that's impressive. Uh, Arizona grew about 98,000. North Carolina, 93,000. Georgia, 74,000. So those are all, with the exception of Arizona, those are all red states. Georgia, yeah, Georgia. But Georgia's a red state with a lot of problems. Okay, COVID stats. This is amazing. In December 2021, which just ended, there were six million new cases of COVID in the USA. Six million in one month. In June 2021, there were 338,000. It went from 338,000 to six million because of this Omicron variant, which is so contagious. But it's not as dangerous as the Delta and the original COVID. So I'm going to get into that. Now, hospitalizations, despite this massive jump, are down and deaths are down. All right, in Beverly Hills, California, uh, a gun owner, a gun store owner, there's only one gun shop in Beverly Hills, says the a massive business boom from rich Beverly Hills people who are afraid they're going to get accosted by criminals. And in L.A., violence has hit a 15-year high. I'm not even going to bother giving you the stats, but all the rich Hollywood liberals are very worried and they're buying guns. not interesting? This day in history, January 3rd, 2021, 21 years ago, Hillary Clinton elected to the Senate from New York where she had absolutely no ties. So she pulled a Bobby Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy moved from Massachusetts to New York or Virginia, no, Virginia to New York. Um, and Hillary moved from Arkansas or wherever she was living to New York. And they both won the Senate because liberals in New York don't care. Hillary did nothing for this state. Zero. And she won because of a confrontation when, with her opponent, Rick Lazio. Roll the tape.
1: Let's now, just get this deal done
0: right now. Mrs. Clinton. Right here. Here it is. Let's sign it. This is the New York Freedom
2: From Soft Money Pact. I signed it. We can we can both sit down together. We can all get all the media in here. We will make sure it's an ironclad deal. And, and I'm, I'm happy to,
1: to abide by anything that we all agree on. But let's get it done now. Let's not get any more wiggle room.
3: Mr. Clinton, you want to respond?
1: Well, yes, I certainly do. Um, you know, I, 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 I admire that. That was a wonderful performance. And well, I, I, you and, you, and you did it very well. I'm not well. asking you to admire it. I'm asking you to sign it. Well, I would be happy to when you give me the oh, signed right letters. Right here. When you give right me. Right here. Sign it right now. Well, we'll, we'll shake. We'll shake on no. All
0: right. So he was deemed to be too aggressive. He was bullying and all of that to the women in New York voted for Hillary Clinton 21 years ago today. Uh, forerunner, huh? Okay, we got a lively mail segment and then some advice for you on the COVID epidemic. We'll be back in a moment
3: For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on hollywoodtakeover.com bill. That's hollywoodtakeover.com B-I-L-L. All
0: right, let's go to the mail. Uh, first letter of the new year comes from Bill, a concierge member. We hope you will consider that on billoreilly.com. You're spot on, O'Reilly, the president not fully functioning. The news media tries to cover for him. As a result. Things are happening that are bad for the country. I appreciate your investigative reporting and your encouraging words to stand up for your country. That's why we did the Joe Biden thing at the top, Bill. So, you know, I'm going to continue this. We're going to know about Joe Biden and what's happening inside the White House. Janice Kidd, Ocean Springs, Maryland. Bill, do you think that Jeff Bezos' $100 million donation to the Clinton Foundation a month ago is a Zuckerberg move? Janice, it was to the Obama Foundation, $100 million by Bezos, to uh, honor John Lewis, a congressman who died last year. So I just want everybody to be very, very specific. When they get information, write it down. Because you can't remember everything, I understand. And do not believe what you hear. Check it out if you can. Write me. I'll, I'll check it out for you. So that Bezos thing was to the Obama Foundation. Uh, George Liguori, Staten Island, New York. Why would Zuckerberg invest funds to help Joe Biden? Biden has campaigned on taxing the rich because Zuckerberg has so much money. He doesn't care about paying more taxes. He wants to virtue signal to his liberal crew out in Palo Alto. And his wife is the same. They want to socialize and they're going to whatever liberal thing comes down a pike, they're going to do. And that's the big thing on the election. Donald Trump is wrong. In trying to divert things into individual states. Zuckerberg is the real smoking gun here. The 430 million that was used on behalf of Democrats and mail in voting. That's the story. David Spano, Pittsburgh. We almost hear daily from Fauci, but never from Dr. Burks. She retired. Burks is out of it. Chris Dolotovsky, Bill, can you give us your thoughts on New York's new mayor? Eric Adams. I can't give you thoughts on him. Um, I just met him at Midnight Mass uh, on Christmas for the first time. I don't know. The former police captain says he's going to clean up the city. We'll see. Can't be worse than de Blasio. But I'll, uh, I'll cover it periodically. I, most people who watch here don't live in New York City, but I'll cover it. Jane Monahan, Walpole, Massachusetts Bill. Thank you for posting clips of the history tour with President Trump. Thanks to the Democrats and their awful economic policies. I could not afford to fly to one of the shows. I feel your pain, Jane. We are gonna put more clips up, by the way. They will be coming soon. You know, we have a lot of material for those four shows. April, my daughter, gave me the best Christmas present ever, a premium membership to BillOReilly.com. Okay, and you can still give those. You get a free book if you do. So they are in play. Tom Murphy, Crystal Lake, Illinois. I've never been much of a reader, but I was given a number of the killing books over Christmas. I have to tell you, I could not put them down. Well, we are honored that you're reading them. Tom, uh, I know you're a Vietnam vet, and you've been around for a while. So I'm glad you enjoy the books. So in the uh, we ran out of the uh, mugs. Stand up for your country mugs. I use them in a little pen holder here. I got mine downstairs. Best mugs in the world. As I told you, President Trump wanted uh, a dozen. We gave it to him because we're good, friendly people. But we will have them back shortly. We'll get your orders in now because they'll sell out again. the best mugs in the world. Made in America. Stand up for your country. Word of the day, do not be odious, O-D-I, O-U-S, great word. Don't be odious. Right back with COVID.
2: You're cruising down the highway. Windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Visit now.
0: Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, to six, five, five, three, two. Okay. So final thought of the day, as I told you at top of the broadcast in my neighborhood here in the Northeast on long Island, COVID panic. I mean, everybody's knows somebody and this and that, and small businesses getting crushed. Um, 50% of people's not going out of the house. And, uh, all I can tell you is what I do. I am very cautious, but I go out of the house. I do what I do. I go to restaurants, okay? But I don't go into crowds. Now, I had my crack research staff do some um, looking around, and we found a study by Columbia University that says COVID will peak in the USA on January 9th. That's next Sunday, okay? Wow. And they based their research on South Africa, and I got the research for you. So listen to this. On December 12th, in the country of South Africa, 38,000 COVID cases were reported. On December 26th, day after Christmas, 5,603. So it zipped through the Omicron in South Africa and then boom. And Colombia says going to do it here. Now, the media is hyping this thing. You know that. They always do it. Hype, hype, hype. Now they'll get back to politics, particularly with this January 6th anniversary. But please, please take it easy. Don't fly. The planes can't get off the ground because the COVID has infected their workforce. Some concierge members wrote to me a month ago, said, should I fly over Christmas? I said, no, This is why you want to become a concierge member. I will give you advice like that. I knew that was going to happen. But I believe this study, I believe that COVID is going to really decline in the middle of January in the USA. I hope I'm right. Thank you for watching our first broadcast of 2022. We'll see you tomorrow.